And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on, I was about to say on November 17th, on Friday, November 17th, after the Celtics win over the Toronto Raptors. They took down Toronto 108-105 in their second game of in-season tournament group play, moving them to 2-0 in the in-season tournament. They are now atop, or they remain atop uh, the Group C in the East. Nets are 2-1, but the Celtics are 2-0, and uh, every Mm. team outside of the Celtics in their group has now lost. Uh, obviously the Raptors have lost because the Celtics just beat them, beat the Nets earlier in the in-season tournament and the Magic and Bulls also each have at least one loss. Actually, I might be lying. I don't know if the Magic have lost. Um, Chicago's on their way to their second loss. Orlando's beating them right now. Yes. Magic do have a loss as well. Though. They lost by 20 to Brooklyn. So they're not looking too hot even if they do win this game. <clears throat> so Celtics are in good shape in that. Uh, perspective from that perspective i should say game against the raptors though probably not as big of a blowout as you'd want it to be only three points they were up by 16 lost that lead in the third quarter um they went 39 to 17 over the raptors in the second quarter but then lost the third quarter 19 to 32 again not great It, it just felt like siakam got to his spots way too easy uh you know Scotty Barnes got a couple easy buckets. He shouldn't have. Same thing for Dennis Schroeder. Gary Trent was hot at the start of the game. Jakob Hurdle was five for five in this one. I, it, it was weird. We were talking about it right before we hit record. In like to me at least, and you know people perceived games different ways. I I didn't really feel like they were going to lose to me in the fourth quarter. Like like it just never felt like oh, shit. Like I I wasn't like nervous that they were going to lose. They always felt like more in control. It felt like the the plays the Celtics were making were more consistent, more reliable than how the Raptors were scoring points. Their defense seemed more reliable than the way the Raptors were defending the Celtics. Like it it felt like the Celtics were struggling because they were missing shots, but they were missing good shots. It felt like when the Raptors were missing, it was because the Celtics were playing good defense. If that makes sense. Like the Celtics missed a lot. And I mean, a lot of open threes in this game. You look at the first quarter, even you look at, you know, Tatum took 11 threes in this game and we'd have to look. I, I think at least eight of them were good looks. He just couldn't make them. So I, I'm not, I'm not too upset at, at the offense only scoring 108 points. I'm more upset that and 105 points isn't even great for the Raptors, but there were too many stretches where it felt like the Celtics just had a small lapse. Uh, in the defense and it led <coughs> excuse me it led to three straight buckets and I think that's where you get this close game rather than what should have been a Celtics 10 point win. So I felt the complete opposite of you. I thought they were going to lose. Maybe it's just been beaten into my brain over the last however many years mm-hmm. that when uh, Jason Tatum led Celtics team, this is not a point at him. It's just literally he's been the face of the team has been in a close game, they lose. And when they blow a lead, they lose and this season, that's not been the case. We've seen them blow leads back-to-back games now with a 16-plus point lead blown. I think that was a greeny tweet. Um, but they managed to hold on for the win. The reason why I felt differently than you is throughout the course of this game, there really wasn't anybody that I was like, wow, like that guy is playing really well. Even though if you look at the box score, it's Jalen. But um, like I was like, who the hell are they going to go to here in the closing minutes to get them a win? And Turned out it was Derek White who hit the big shot. It was pretty sick. And Porzingis made a couple big baskets after having maybe one of his worst games, 
I thought this was a bad Porzingis game. Thought he made a lot of mistakes, missed some easy looks. Mm. Had a couple of turnovers where he didn't catch the passes that would have been easy baskets. Just frustrating mistakes from him. But happy to see those two string together a couple makes to get the Celtics across the finish line because I saw, I forget who posted it, but Tatum and Brown both did not score in the final three minutes of this game. Yeah, Kind of crazy that they still won in spite of that. Like if I told you uh, 20 minutes ago, the Celtics would win this game, but Tatum and Brown would not score in the end. You'd be like, what is, what is that? What's happening? Also great aspect of the box score, seven guys in double figures. Another good Al Horford game. We talked about mm-hmm. it on the pregame show. Somebody was like, should they just sit Al tonight? And it was like, no, let him build off what he did in Philly. Yeah. And he certainly did. He made, maybe two of the biggest shots of the game mm-hmm. right behind Derek White's game winner, but yeah. back-to-back threes <laughs> early in the fourth quarter when the Celtics were kind of on the ropes while the Raptors were making a big push, big shots from Al Horford. This is two games in a row of that from him. Glad to see he's got it and he's got it in the big stretches, the clutch stretches that aren't necessarily crunch time. I love that pumped. <clears throat> I agree. And I think that's part of the reason I never felt worried. Cause it felt like, for all their struggles on defense, and I, I don't want this to me this to come off like I'm, you know, saying, oh, the Celtics played a great game. It, it obviously wasn't a great game, but yeah. I think offensively they were doing the right things for the majority of it. Obviously, there were some, you know, you know, Tatum dribble step back, some some Jalen Brown. Like, there's always going to be that. There's always going to be a few of those bad shots in the threes game. from the big guys, the, sure. the big stars. Even White had a bad one that was an error. Yeah, th- those are always going to happen within the flow of the game, right? They just happen like someone's feeling it, and they, they take a shot that's probably a bit ill-advised. But for, for the large majority of this game, it felt like the looks they were getting came within the flow of the offense, which is why I was confident in their ability to play, especially on that end of the floor. I, I think the defense is where you look and say, okay, they probably could have been a bit better there because Siakam just got to the post way too easy, <clears throat> excuse me, and got to his layup with very little resistance. Um, Scotty Barnes on that drive where Schroeder found him, or Malachi Flynn maybe found him, like, you got to clog the lane there, and I think that's where Perzingis could have been a little better as well. Um, Gary Trent, couple open threes that shouldn't have been open threes, just missed rotations there. So I think defensively, is maybe where you want to clean it up a little more. Again, funny, I'm calling out the defense when they allowed 105 points. But I I think while on paper you look at this game and think the offense was worse, I think the defense was a bit more scattered because while the Raptors didn't score a ton of points, there were these huge runs where the Raptors like outscored them 10 to 2 or whatever it was. I know there was at least one of those throughout the game. Um, And exactly, exactly. Meanwhile, offensively, like, I truly believe the Celtics played a fine offensive game. The shots just weren't falling for them uh, in this one. I thought they did a good job on the offensive glass, especially in the first quarter. I don't know how many of their eight offensive rebounds were in the first, but I (laughs) bet it was a whole lot of them. Um, I I thought they were passing the ball. Well, I mean, look at these assist numbers. They had 29 assists on 42 baskets, right? The the Raptors had exactly the same 29 on 42, but like, look at how much they were sharing the ball. It wasn't like drew holiday had the ball sticking and he had 12 assists. It was four for Brown, two for Tatum, excuse me, two for Tatum, five for Porzingis, five for white, five for holiday, three for Hauser, two for Horford, three for like everyone was passing the ball and the offense felt free flowing. And you mentioned Tatum and Brown didn't have points in the final three minutes. They took a combined two shots and they were both Tatum in the final three minutes. And it's because the ball was moving. Like, look at that Derek White three. That was ball movement finding him. You you look at Borzinkis yeah. getting that shot over Schroeder. It was running a pick and roll to find a mismatch they liked. Like, they were playing calculated offense. 
it's just the shots weren't falling. And I think I think that's why you saw a game that could have been a lot more of a blowout. Like the Celtics, I, I, I don't know how to dive into, you know, potential points like these open looks like they would have normally fall. So they should have scored this many points. Remember, Doc Rivers had that stats. We have this many potential points. This is what we should blah, blah, blah. But like as much as like it was a meme in the 76 series, this seemed like a game to me where the Celtics should have scored a lot more based on the looks they were getting. They just weren't falling. And honestly, the way they closed out this game was impressive to me. You look at those final few seconds. Great three by white. And before that, it was a great shot by Porzingis to, to find the mismatch. And they clamped the fuck out of the Raptors defensively. Like, they could not find... Bro, Scotty Barnes spent the last possession driving into the lane with three seconds left when they were down by five. Like, they, they were just they had them lost. And so, as much as it wasn't a perfect Celtics game, far from it, I was still happy with the way they handled themselves when it mattered. They did have a wait, 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 wait moment when Jalen Brown slipped on the court the first time when Scotty Barnes dangerous. got the open yeah. corner three. That court's and a problem. Like, the court's a like, problem. Uh, I just had PTSD to OG on an OB as like, yes. not again. No, 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 no. Uh, back <laughs> yeah. to the post-ups before we talk about the court. Sick. Mm. I, I feel like I have my crystal ball out this summer, seeing Kristaps be posted up back-to-back yeah. -back possessions to yeah. score in a close game. Huge. I, I feel so smart today. So um, and it was awesome. I mean, he, he missed a couple easy ones earlier in the quarter, but it was really cool to see him just like hook Schroeder and get right in front of the rim. I'm so used to playing 2K that when he had Schroeder in the post, I was like, drop step, drop step, drop step, and he didn't do it. <laughs> and if you don't know, when you play 2K, if you have a mismatch and you drop step somebody, it's like the easiest dunk ever because you just throw them right out of the way. It's like a little like glitch in the game or whatever. Mm. But, man, awesome, awesome finish from Porzingis. Great shot by Derek White. And really, really uh, impressive that Porzingis could turn around kind of a terrible game to be – a semi-hero in this one. So good for him. <laughs> don't also, think I needed to see 11 Tatum threes today. No, no. But again, <laughs> we'd have to watch them, but I feel like most of them Time are Time okay. to post uh, up, buddy. Pete, you... Pete Rogers heater. Pete Rogers heater. I like this jersey a lot. I thought of that I'm too, and then I said, well, I fucking hated the banner one that had the same premise with the... <laughs> Boston Celtics and stuff. No, this is this is this is cleaner though. Do you do you understand it? I, I don't. You're from the Massachusetts State flag. Yeah, this is this is how our uh, like town signs look. Like it's entering, and then like it'd be Easton on the bottom where the Celtics is. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how that's. New FanDuel customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet five dollars will get one hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube at YouTube TV. I'll I tell like you it. what I is uh, good luck to the officials pointing out. What yeah, number. <laughs> the number is very small. That's the only thing um, we can talk about a, a other some other small details. Of the the game, but first, the Holy court shit, the court was so bad. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about some of the players in a sec. They got to fix that. Like Adam as much Silver's as there's got to be behind bars. <laughs> I honestly didn't hate the Raptors court. Like I thought it looked fine. I think that's what most courts should be. If they're going to be these bold, big courts, like make them palatable to watch. Like I, there was no problems watching the game, like the Celtics uh, and the bulls and the Pacers. It's like hurting your eyes a little bit. Um, but this one uh, is fine. You've got to like, make sure that the players aren't going to slip. Jalen Brown hurt himself at the end of the game. Like, I don't know if it's a calf strain. He's, he's going to be out. Out. No, he definitely but, like pulled his groin or something. Yeah, they, they look bad. 
you everyone was slipping too. It wasn't just that. Like some Raptors players slipped, some bunch of Celtics slipped. Jalen Brown slipped on an important part of the game. Yeah, he slipped twice in the last yeah. 15 seconds of the game. That shouldn't happen. They got to fix the court. That's bad. Bad on the NBA. They've got to find a way to make sure that that doesn't happen anymore because that's that's unacceptable. That's I'm less out on the courts as you, but like the practicality of them has to stay the same, and that that was um, <clears throat> not good to see. Uh, outside of that, looking around the box score, Sam Hauser, another really solid game, played 22 minutes, four or seven from the field, three of six from deep, had a pretty cool dunk. He was a secondary team high behind Pritchard, who was plus 11, uh, plus eight for Sam Hauser on the night, 11 points, three rebounds, three assists, one steal. Really good defense in this game, too. Like the Raptors fully fell into Hauser Island in the sense of <laughs> they kept trying, they kept trying to attack him. Like, like Jaden, uh, Jaden McDaniels went at him twice, or Jalen. Am I getting the mix up? Which one is Jaden? Uh, Don't ask Jalen. Sorry, Jalen McDaniels. To me. <laughs> Jalen McDaniels went at him a couple times, got stuffed. Uh, Chris Boucher challenged him at the rim. Malachi Flynn. Sam Hauser was good, and I've, I've been really impressed by his defense. I'm going to write about it for Zelda's blog soon, but he's been uh, he's impressed me lately. Great Hauser game. Yeah, he, he had the two gingers in the broadcast today, and. Might it might have fueled a really strong second quarter from Sam Hauser. Super cool dunk from Sam Hauser with Matt mm. Bonner out yeah. playing Scal on the broadcast. By the way, Scal Scal should be uh, crossing his fingers for his job after Bonner's appearance tonight. And then Drew Carter with the call of the night on the Derek White possession, two for one here. Scal radio <laughs> silence, radio silence from the man when he got called out for his infatuation with the most fraudulent play in basketball <laughs> yeah uh i'm trying try to see who else like was good great al horford game we talked about great. i thought drew holiday was all right he didn't shoot particularly well two of four from three but five of 14 from the field but he had eight rebounds five assists that's kind of been the story of a season he just does everything else really well so you don't notice it uh Derek white didn't shoot particularly efficient he missed a couple floaters wasn't really effective in the lane but 13 points obviously the big shot tatum was Meh, felt like he should have been a bit more aggressive rather than taking the threes. But again, I stand by most of them for pretty good looks. Again, we'd have to go to the replay. But uh, Jalen Brown, efficient, 23 points, not a 14. As far as the Raptors, Grady Dick bad. That that was my takeaway. Grady Dick not very good in this game. When he drove on Porzingis and tried to like shoot a layup over him, <laughs> yeah. it was like, as soon as he took a dribble from the perimeter, I was like, we all know how this one's going to go. Yep. He clearly yep. doesn't have the coordination to blow by Porzingis and get himself free enough to not get rejected. Who let him cook, uh, man? Can't make threes. I thought that a uh, lot of shots from Schroeder. A <laughs> lot, lot of shots from the man tonight. Was he efficient? Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. He was 9 of 19. He made a good amount of threes. Yeah, 9 of 19, 47.4%, and 5 of 11, 45, 5. So, like, yeah, <laughs> pretty efficient. Better he had a good Tate. night. Mm -hmm. yeah uh siakam though 11 of 16 he was very efficient he did a couple of his cool spins i wasn't counting though or over under i don't know about unfortunately uh i think I that uh not porzingis siakam is one of those guys you don't even notice when he's playing well mm -hmm. like it took well, me a while to be like wow good siakam game because everything he does looks so like just smooth doesn't look like it takes a lot of effort like just simple yeah. fundamentals, scoring, spin move, post moves, pump fakes, footwork, what's, all that. What, 
What's crazy for me is he had second most shots. He was 11 for 16, like best efficient scoring. He played the least minutes out of anybody in the starting five. He only played 29.07. He, he was a plus 17 in a game they lost by three. Like that is when you say like, hey, hey coach, what are we, uh, what, what are we doing here, pal? Darko, what are you, what you doing, man? Front uh, office, what you doing? Yeah. Weird he didn't play more. Weird Siakam didn't get in more. Siak- uh, Scotty Barnes, not a good game. Five of 13, two of six. Um, I don't know. It was weird, but I thought the Celtics obviously wasn't their best performance, but uh, this is a game they could lose pretty easily last year based on how hot the Raptors got at times. But it just felt like both teams didn't really bring their A game, except the Celtics sort of got dragged down in this one, played down to the competition rather than last time, killing it. So they sure it's whatever, did. you know, Toronto remembered. They remembered yeah. the Joe Missoula challenge up 30. That they did. That said, all we're going to remember at season's end, win is a win, 10-2 and two on the season, 2-0 and oh in the in-season tournament. So Celtics got uh, the marking in the correct column in this one. Let us know what you thought of the game. Um, I think we covered most of the stuff that I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, anything that I missed, anything you wanted to talk about? Uh, I think we got it all. No, nothing. I just hope Jalen's okay. That That's yeah. the biggest takeaway for me is like, I really hope he's not going to have to miss an extended period of time. I think the Celtics are a team that can afford for him to miss time, especially with, um, you know, Memphis Sunday, Charlotte Monday, but not necessarily what you want, especially after he's kind of gotten his feet back under him after some rocky games early. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he played well tonight. Actually, he was pretty good over the last week or so. Very briefly before we stop, I feel like we didn't talk enough about Jalen Brown. Like he was very efficient. Like his scoring was like legitimately what won the Celtics this game. And he only took 14 shots, which was tied for second most in the team. But Tatum took 22. So that's a pretty significant gap. Like he took a great mix of threes and twos, 14 attempts, but nine of them were twos, five of them were threes. And he shot three of five from three. And they were good looks too. Like he, he had, from what I remember, he had one where it was like, probably shouldn't have taken that a pull up but most of them were in the rhythm of the offense great three um and he drove to the basket with real force in this game like he he once he got past his defender like i remember there was a play where i think i might have been tatum but i think it was brown called off everybody said you know get out get out clear i've got purdle on me drove right past him easy layup and he did that a couple times and when i said last year i was like tatum's brown's a better bucket at getting to his spots he is now taking that from when I said that I was talking about how he's able to get into the mid range work and then turn around and, and shoot, he has taken that into, if I see a defender, I know I can beat, I'm going to clear everything out and I'm going to beat them on the drive and get an easy layup. And he's done a lot of that this year. So I was very impressed with the scoring. And then the assists were there too. He had four assists in this game, mm-hmm. including a super sick play to Porzingis. That was perfectly over Jakob Pertle to make that happen. And Jakob Pertle looked lost. Yeah, to Brian Porzingis <laughs> once again, beating up on Jakob Pertle. <laughs> Yeah, Who but no, okay I, today? five five big bucket down the stretch yeah, for the Raptors yeah. on a putback. A couple really bad turnovers though, like really bad <laughs> turnovers. But no, Brown was awesome in this game, and I just I feel like we didn't talk about him enough, and so I wanted to throw in the credit here because he he was truly he was probably their best scorer on this night. And out of any of the games for him to get more looks than Tatum, this probably would should have been it. Like he deserved more shots in this game, and if he got them, I, I think the Celtics had a chance to maybe win by a little more. I would have just liked to see more Tatum post-ups. Like, like mm. just don't put him in a position to shoot 11 threes if he's 
one of six at the break. Or just go to Jalen. Or just, like, let Jalen go. Like, if it's Jalen's game, it's Jalen's game. Because even some of those Tatum post-ups were, were misses. Like, like he, he wasn't making the same ones he was making against the Knicks and the, uh, but the I, Raptors last time. I mean, in a sense of let him make plays out of the post. They don't <laughs> well, necessarily yeah, no, have I, any I, shots. And you could get Jalen some more comfortable looks than, like, even though Jalen's efficient, are you really all that comfortable with him, like, doing everything? Like, sure, he can be a bucket getter, but I'd almost rather him just be in a position where it's quick decision to the basket or quick catch and shoot. Like, well, I don't that, necessarily want to see him doing a lot of dribbling. That's what I'm saying, but I, I think what they did a good job of when Jalen was scoring was getting him in a, a good matchup. Like, what they did with Porzingis mm-hmm. at the end where they got him on Schroeder, like, run a pick and roll with Jalen and KP or Jalen and whoever's on, like, Malachi Flynn or, or Schroeder. Uh, or Schroeder's an okay defender, but you know what I mean? Like, get Pirtle on Brown. Run a pick and roll so they switch it, and if they don't switch it and they scramble over, at that point, Jalen Brown will have a drive anyways, right? Like, run so... Like, when we reacted to the JBKP uh, two-man game, we were looking at how they were setting screens and the defender was going all the way over to account for Jalen's shot, and then Jalen had a lane. If they do that, Jalen will have the lane, and if they switch it, Pirtle on Jalen, you clear everybody out, let them drive on him. Like, I think that's where Jalen thrived in this game. And I would have liked to see them go to it a bit more in the fourth quarter and in, in, in the third quarter when they were struggling. Like, I think that's where they could have sort of funneled him and to your point, put him in the spots where he could have been mm. the best. Cause he was good in this game. He's really good. Yeah. Glad to see it. Hope he's okay. Hope he's okay. Yeah. Hope Jalen's all right. Anyways, uh, I just wanted to throw that at the end because I didn't want to neglect Jalen Brown because uh, he's probably their best offensive player. Uh, and I thought we glossed over it because I do, I do think a lot of this game was good team basketball. But anyways, Chicago. thanks all for tuning in. Storm Chicago bad. Bad. Little little oh, group they? update. Yeah, it's a one Ooh. point game. They were we'll down see. like double digits here in the fourth quarter. Couple good points. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, I can tell. I, 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 have, I know. I, have I can tell. This is this is what the YouTube video viewers have seen the whole podcast. This is well, what I, can, they have a lot of games like ending. I'm trying to keep my, I know. my screens up to date. They need to make that easy. Not easy enough. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. Uh, let us know what you think of the game, Raptor Celtics. This will be on audio feeds as well. Leave us a review. Review would help. We got to remember to say that at the beginning of next podcast. But thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, happy birthday, Philip, for the final time because it's still your birthday as we're recording this. And uh, I'll let Sam wrap it up. Hey, thank you very much for listening or watching today. Uh, we'll be back Saturday morning or Sunday morning with a podcast, Sunday night with a pregame, and Monday yes, with reaction again. Um, you can find us here on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell. Leave a like, right? And uh, comment what's popping on one of the videos. We'll be doing the wheel tomorrow on the pod. To you got a lot for this next... one. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of people. Well, that's good. That's good. That means uh, there's worried there. Only like a couple people cared at the beginning. It's good product. You want it. Um, as you're listening on Spotify or Apple, like Jack said, follow us, leave a nice review there, say something nice. You can find us on socials at How About Them Seas. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook is just the name of the podcast. Our pregame streams are there as well. So go hang out there, leave a like, follow the page, whatever you want to do on Facebook. You can do both. Not really sure what the difference is. Uh, you can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye.